my love, it's Ruby and welcome to the Rituals to 7 podcast. You're in the right place if you're an online coach excited to meet your first million dollars and you're even more excited that you finally found someone who's doing it through intuitive flow and spiritual connection. In these episodes, I'll teach you how to grow your business in the most aligned way. Okay, are you ready for the magic? Let's get started with today's episode. It has been a busy month of May. So much has been happening, both on the personal front, of course, on the business front. So much activity has been colliding in my world at the moment. And and if I'm to be completely honest, I'm really craving this season of shh, just quiet, particularly in my personal life. Not to say anything's overly dramatic or anything along those lines, but since moving to Queensland, we have had a constant stream of visitors and people who are just genuinely excited to come and see us living up here in paradise and visiting from all over Australia where it may not be as sunny and as holiday-like from where they're from. And don't get us wrong, Michael and I are absolutely loving having different energies around. It's just been constant for the last three months. I don't know if anyone here listening loves having that in their life where it's always an open door. People pop over all the time. The house is filled with people. I think there's seasons where I love that and seasons where I just want to be in my happy, happy little hermit cave and be in this zone of genius creating in my business, speaking to all of you on the podcast, coming up with creative ideas, making a shit ton of sales, coaching my clients with all of my soul. And then sometimes I feel like, eh, the business can go on hold and I just want to be around my friends and my family. I feel like I'm in the former at the moment and maybe I'll be calling that in very soon. I do feel June and July will give us a little bit of a breather. Anyway, I wanted to bring this up because this topic that we're going to be speaking about today around feeling like you are a shit mum or having mum guilt along those lines. Actually, a lot of my clients at the moment are asking me this and someone in particular asked me this on Instagram. I'm so sorry. I tried looking in my DMs for that message and it's just, there's just been a lot of DMs lately just because I've got a lot of stuff happening. I've got collaborations going on with Erin. I've got my own events, my own enrollments, and I lost your message. It's in there somewhere. Anyway, But you basically asked me, how do I juggle motherhood and continue to show up in business like such a badass and continue to have all the energy in the world to do both? So this is where I wanted to set the record straight in many ways and pretty much tell you guys, like, I am not immune to feeling mum guilt. I'm not even close to that. I pretty much experience mum guilt, maybe not every day, but I would say multiple times a week where I might feel as though I'm not able to drop the little one off at school. I have stepmom guilt where I'm not being as present or I'm not able to reach out because I'm so busy in the business. And even on school holidays when, you know, we're supposed to be spending time with the kids and it so happens that there's a launch on or something really major in the business. And I have to just tell the boys to keep it down and they both game and they both wrestle really loudly and I get annoyed and it just, oh, and then I have this big conversation with Michael and I'll say, oh my goodness, 
I feel like having them at home all day, every day is just really fucking around with my energy. And I hear myself saying that and I feel so selfish. I feel so guilty for even having those words leave my mouth, especially because I love the kids so much. And I have built this business around having more time for the family. And yet here I am complaining about how their playfulness is screwing around with the energy that I'm trying to create in my business. So anyway, needless to say, I am definitely not immune to it. But in this episode, I do want to go a little bit deeper around how you can just get over the mum guilt, because I know that's the general advice out there of you can't let yourself feel guilty. It's very normal to feel this way. Of course, of course. But I want to go into the practicalities of how that actually works in my life and in my business and what I do to almost temper a lot of those emotions, a lot of the beliefs, a lot of the thoughts that I have, especially having the kids around. So to give you some perspective, maybe even add some more color to the whole thing. If you don't know, I have a stepson who's 13, is about to turn 14 very soon in a couple months. And I met my stepson when he was just about to turn seven. So I've been in his life now for half of his life, which is pretty cool. And we have a great relationship. I actually have this feeling he's a Leo son. And uh, I have this feeling Capricorn moon from what I remember. And I'm pretty sure, can't remember what his rising is. I need to look up his rising. It'll come to me. But I, I just have all of the most amazing vibes for he and I, especially when he gets older. I just feel we'll become really good mates and that kind of thing. And then I have a son who is five turning six at the end of the year. He's a Capricorn sun, Gemini rising and Aquarian moon. All three of us, I'm just really talking about the two boys and me, me as the mother figure or the stepmom figure. And the dynamic is really great. We have lots of family dinners. We're very close. We chat about things. We hang out. I I still play with the boys, like either wrestling or, you know, we just like do a lot of really fun stuff anyway. So with all of that being said, I find sometimes it's still challenging to draw the line between where business is and where family starts, because I just don't operate from that belief system where I have to create a boundary between the both. I've, I've never had my business set up that way. So for instance, if I'm going live, I'll have the kids walking around in the background of my trainings and my programs. Sometimes some of them are really loud and they're screaming. I'll just apologize for it on the call, but none of my clients ever, ever, ever say anything like, oh my God, can't you be more professional? In fact, most times they're saying, thank you for being so real about it. And even on the podcast, sometimes I have to pause and stop. You might not hear it, but I'll just pause and stop and just, you know, deal with whatever's going on. And then take a breather, come back to it, remember where I was at and then continue on with the podcast. So I've done that a few times as well, but let's talk about this. So I'm guessing you've clicked on this episode because you're either a mum, a stepmom, uh, someone who has guardianship over young ones, or maybe you're pregnant. Maybe you're about to become a mum. So congratulations to this whole new chapter. And I want to give you some very practical tips on what you can do to feel like this whole idea of mum guilt, you know, it doesn't have to kind of stop you from killing it in your business. And there's been moments where I've been speaking to some clients who've said they felt such an immense amount of guilt that 
they just walk away from their business altogether for a period of time, whether it be just for the rest of the week or the rest of the school holidays. Other mums that I work with will say they literally have to band off the school holiday season because they don't have additional support during this time and they literally cannot serve. They can't create content. They feel like they're not able to really be themselves whilst the kids are around. So I want to say here, at this point, if you're saying that we're always in control of the story and the narrative that we create, especially around the mum guilt conversations. So if you're saying I can't be myself and I can't create and I can't think clearly when the children are around, why don't you learn how to involve them? That could be a strategy we look at. Obviously that's completely up to you. Some of us are not as cool having our kids on social media and I completely respect that. For others of us, that might've just given you a bit of a permission to be like, oh, okay, actually it's not too bad if they're running around the house and people can hear the kids giggling and I don't know, play fighting or whatever the case is. Or other times, let's say you are feeling out of sorts energetically because the kids are driving you up the wall and they just seem to be constantly bickering and fighting, whether it be fighting with you or fighting with each other. How do you use that energy as a teachable moment for your clients to say, listen, I go through this as well. And you might be a healer. You might be someone who is a psychic medium. You might be someone who is all about those beautiful manifestation, quantum leap vibes. But then in the very human side of you, you're going, can I just quantum leap out of this whole situation where the kids are tearing themselves apart? Use that as the anchor of what you want to talk about and how you can relate even deeper at an intimate level with your audience. I had one of my clients say to me once that she's got two daughters and some Sometimes both of them either rub each other up the wrong way or because they're sort of leaning more into those teenage years, they're getting a lot more attitude. And, you know, we all remember what that was like. I I do sincerely apologize to my mother for my teenage sass, but that can absolutely just drive you so, so, so into a place where you just feel like, oh my God, here I am saying, I'm a spiritual boss lady. I own my shit in business. I'm a badass coach. I'm a healer. And here you are getting so uptight and so annoyed with your whole family situation. So find ways in order to anchor that in your business and create those teachable moments or involve your family or involve your audience with those family situations. Because no matter what niche you're in, it doesn't matter wherever you're teaching, what sort of coach you are, feeling the human side to you is the way that we connect so intimately with our online audience. And that is what creates trust. That is what creates this understanding or this connection with each other. I'm I'm clearly just only speaking about the motherhood aspect today, but whatever it is that's going on in your life, I've spoken about so many things openly that I thought was either going to be boring or oversharing too much information. And they've always boomeranged back to me to say, thank you so much for sharing that because that's the thing that helped me turn my life around and you've been an expander in that space for me to show me that another possibility is available and you can do the very same thing in your business as well. I want to talk about mum guilt from the perspective of relying on somebody else to help you with the parenting aspect and in my case it's I rely on two main parties, one being my husband 
and the other being the grandparents on my side. They are the the main carers for the kids if I'm not able to be there. And they're the ones that I call on, lean on, and really rely on whenever I'm running my business or I'm coaching and I'm live. So the guilt can often come from not just handing off the kids to somebody else, obviously, that you know and love and, and trust, but that you can't be the one to help them do the things or to help them have fun and all of the, all the things, the drop-offs and being a contributor in the family. And those conversations can sometimes be so wrapped up in your own mind. And as women, we take on the responsibility greatly that a lot of the, let's say, traditionally speaking, things like the cooking, the cleaning, the feeding, the getting things organized, even things like tidying up rooms and maybe as the kids get older, dropping them off at their own extracurricular events and things like that. I don't know why, I guess maybe it's my own childhood conditioning, but I grew up in a family where my dad did a lot of that. I mean, my mum did a lot of the cooking and things like that, but dad was the one who dropped me off at a lot of my different events. And he was often the one even getting myself ready for school photos. He braided my hair before school photos. I actually cannot even imagine him doing that now, but he did do that. He would always be the one who got me organized. So I grew up in a household where my father was the one who actually did a lot of the, the kids stuff running around. So On the guilt side, I guess sometimes I feel as though I'm handing things over to Michael or to my parents when it comes to the kids. But I've had conversations with both of them very openly, both groups, I suppose, around, I feel guilty. I'll just say that. I feel I feel like I am not contributing or I just feel bad that you have to do it and I can't do it. And at the same time, I'm killing it in my business. I'm coaching all of my clients and I'm putting out amazing content out there on Instagram. And let's be real. There are some days where I have the phone attached to my arm, like it may as well be a part of myself because I'm, you know, in the sales thing, I'm launching, I'm answering questions, I'm jumping on calls on Instagram, I'm doing live streams. It just feels like I'm more attached to the phone than to my family on certain days. But I know that that's not an everyday thing. That's just because in this season, I'm respecting the energy of my business, but that might also mean that I'm not able to be as committed to the family side of things or even just the running, the everyday running of it. And both parties have said to me, are you serious? You don't need to feel guilty whatsoever. And this is where we can get out of our heads sometimes and just say the things. And both responded with very similar things around, no, you're actually giving us more time with the kids. So thank you. Especially my grandparents, I mean, the grandparents, my parents will say, are you kidding me? Why are you apologizing? We get way more time with them and we're super happy about that. And we can forget that it's a benefit, you know, it's a benefit for them. And, you know, with Mike in particular, he'll do different things with the boys than what I would do. And the boys get the balance of both the masculine and the feminine energies. So they might go fishing or play sports or game and they really bond in that time. And then the time that they're with me, I guess it's more nurturing and reading. I like to do a lot of, you know, imaginary stuff with them and and all of that, taking them out. Mike says, you're the one who arranges all the activities for the family. And that's, that's very true. I'm always like, let's go out, let's do this, let's explore, let's drive somewhere. And 
it's okay. I mean, it brings such a beautiful balance of energies when it comes to that. The guilt is only going to be as powerful over you as you allow it to be. So for those of you who maybe have a blended family situation like we do, where we share responsibility of a minor with another set of parents. So Henry's mum is also with another partner and they have another kid together. So we share parenting with them. And especially because Henry lives in Melbourne and we're here in Queensland, he flies over on his own through assisted flying. And there's a lot of that conversation to be had around, well, all of us need to be in coherence here as parents and as adults and as human beings around how that all works. And the guilt only gets to exist if you allow it to. It's that whole thing of, are you watering the guilt over watering the benefits and the opportunities that lie within you not always having to be involved as a mum and circling back to the fact that you are a badass business owner. You're an entrepreneur. You've got amazing things to create in this world, but you're also doing it for the future of the kids and the family. You're also doing it to support the family financially and also from a mindset and energetic perspective, because a happy mumpreneur is, I mean, to just be received fully, right? When all things are going well in business, the whole family can feel the energy there and you're just so on a high. When there is an upset, challenged mumpreneur, watch out. Just get out of her way. Am I right? I hope this has really given you some perspective around that. It's okay to feel the guilt. Just don't fuel it. Don't give it any more than it needs to have. Often it's just a conversation talk about it with your girlfriends, but don't wallow in it. I find sometimes when I'm speaking to certain friends and maybe not so much recently, but maybe when the kids were a bit younger, I did get sort of caught up in a vortex of feeling like a victim to it all of, oh God, you know, if only I'm a little bit more aware or more present as a mum, maybe that would make me a more genuine, authentic brand because whenever I'm off camera, I'm just getting really frustrated, annoyed, angry at the kids and I'm this other person online and we would all kind of sit there feeling really sorry for ourselves. (laughs) But I mean, the amount of women that I coach, I'd say 60% of the women I coach are mothers or soon to be mothers, maybe even 70%. I feel it's quite a lot. God, that'd be interesting to look at. I'm just talking to myself, don't worry. But yeah, a lot of the a lot of the clients I work with have young children, pregnant, right up through to almost adult kids. Yeah, definitely. And we all can talk about this in circles and circles and feel sorry for each other, but that's not going to get us anywhere fast. I think sometimes we just need to realize we're feeding it and what aspect of mum guilt are we wanting to feed? And the opportunities that lie within that are often outside of ourselves. They get interaction with other humans, other activities, other, they get to observe you just doing such amazing work in, in your life, in your business. Do you know what great examples you are showing up in your business, showing the balance of how incredible you are as an entrepreneur, as someone who's independent, someone who's in your inner authority. I have to tell you guys this story before I go. So my youngest, it was Mother's Day recently in Australia and my youngest was asked what I do for a living. And, you know, it was one of those, like, what does your mum do? And blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the teacher, his teacher, we sort of crossed paths at pickup time and she said, do you know what Teddy said you do? He said that you're a hustler and you take people's money 
on the internet. (laughs) And I I have to explain this. Oh my God. Is that not the worst? I could have melted into the ground. Like, oh my goodness. I had to explain myself, but you know, just in the way that she, obviously she could understand what I was doing. But, um, my business prior to rituals was called own your hustle. And I used to use the word hustle quite a lot in the house. I, even when he was young, I'd say, mommy's got a hustle or, you know, own your hustle, own your hustle. Remember you can absolutely own your hustle. That was my sign off for almost two and a half years. And so he grew up with that word being, of course, not meaning anything else. But at that, just at that point, I realized when was that last week? Shit, I really got to start telling him exactly what I do. (laughs) But then he went on to explain to everybody that I work on the internet, that I work hard. And I thought, oh, that's so lovely. Kids are so aware of how you're showing up, you know, and how you're showing up for you. It reflects back and they will. I mean, think about your own memories of your mothers working or even just, you know, a a figure, authority figure in your life that you truly respected. And you think back now on the influence they had on you. I mean, my mum was the hardest worker that I knew. She was so joyful at work. She was always so popular. She had so many friends from the workspace. My dad, he was very similar. He was such a hard worker, both of them. And I'm really grateful I got to observe that. I don't remember not seeing my mother when she was working overnight and in surgeries overnight and things like that. I don't remember her not being around. All I remember was just what a great example she set about working hard. And obviously there's, you know, other elements in that, but your kids will be thinking the same. So I hope this has helped you. If it has, please share it with me. This is something that I've wanted to talk about for some time and just know it's normal to feel it. Okay. And you can still kill it in your business and have the mum guilt, but don't feed that more than you need to. I love you all so much. I hope you enjoyed this and I'll catch you in the next episode. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode like I enjoyed recording it for you. If you're someone who's been really interested to learn more about how spirituality can blend into your business as it is to help you really leap into that next level, check out Soul Led Business. This is my self-study course to help you integrate some beautiful rituals and practices into your everyday strategies. This is the way that I have taught business as a philosophy, as an energetic field to help me really grow into my first million dollars. If you're excited to find out more, click in the show notes below and enter in the code SOUL200 to receive $200 off the course. Enjoy and I can't wait to catch you in my next episode.